Hello everyone, this is Amit and with me is Ashish. So Ashish, in the last episode, uh, we kind of started thinking about, you uh, mentioned the example of HDFC uh, and how it has been uh, facing very frequent tech failures. And uh, as we thought uh, we should be de dedicating a, a full episode uh, to it. So here is it. For those who are not really aware of the chronological issues, uh, the way they have evolved and impacted the HDFC infra, right? At least you would know, and uh, you know, HDFC would be known for being a very modern bank, uh, something that has made its name uh, in the last 20 years or so. Uh, but then uh, at least uh, over the last three to four years, it has been coming in news for not so you know uh, good reasons, right? And the issue I think started happening uh, for the first time in in November 2018 when they started um, to have some issues with their net banking mobile app, uh, which at least they claim that you know because the number of downloads suddenly increase and hence it it crashed, right? And it was somehow resolved. Uh, Another year, just uh, December 2019, the same mobile bank uh, started having uh, witnessing, you know, another service outage uh, that they at least the public diagnosis of it said that it was because of some uh, error because of their, you know, vendor that that was an ignorance from the vendor side. But yeah, that, that was resolved some sort of rectification and just another year, November 2015. I'm sorry, November 2020, uh, it was an outage from their data center. So that was a different problem, more of the uh, backend infra. But then as the diagnosis goes, at least from the bank side, it was a human error as uh, that, that's all uh, they had provided in their uh, press briefing. It was a, it was a men, men made a disaster, in other words, uh, something that can uh, happen at a data center. And yeah, that was another year, third year, third time. And fourth time, it just happened after a few months. Uh, again, something to deal with their uh, mobile banking application. And then after just after two months, again, uh, an issue that was related to at least the way they attributed was a kind of an hardware failure, right? So it, as you can see, there are like at least five times they have come into limelight for a kind of a gross failures and the at least the public reasoning and attribution of the problems they've been having has been changing from uh, you know the kind of vendor related uh, ignorances to human errors to hardware related failures and well that, that's the kind of diagnosis that is that has been coming from the bank and that kind of reflects in the steps that the bank says that they have taken one has been in the direction of scalability because that's that's that was the first um, uh, issue that arose because of the because they did not think that the app will be downloaded uh, to the scale that it was, uh, and then because of the human errors and the you know uh, uh, hardware failures, right? They invested a lot apparently in in uh, monitoring their data centers and adding a, a number of disaster recovery and resilience sort of uh, capabilities uh, in, in the backend infra. And although that did not happen, but then they, at the same time, they have reared up uh, their security firewalls and other kind of cybersecurity infra. And at the same time, uh, invested at least, uh, as they say, in, uh, in, in a, a number of secondary monitoring mechanisms that is constantly watching uh, their IT infra. So that's the kind of steps that they have taken. Uh, but Ashish, I would love to have your, uh, you know, 
perspective on this right uh, i quoted at least five examples uh, of how how their infra has been sort of crippling and the kind of steps that they've taken right uh, what do you think uh, does this address the root cause uh, and first of all do you even identify the kind of analysis that they've been giving and the steps that they've taken so amit one thing that i'm have i would like to highlight here is that these are the issues which became so widespreadly viral they came to public hfc website banks they still keep having issues more often than not many times when i try to you know make some payments i have i face some issues which is not covered in this um so i think um, the issues is goes much deeper than what is highlighted here so let's go let's try to go through why it's happening uh the first example that the bank gave that the new bank mobile that they launched a new mobile bank app, mobile banking app and it crashed it it appears that they had actually not even planned for scaling it appears that they did not uh test the application for performance and did not plan infrastructure accordingly this appears at such a big bank stage uh a bit hard to uh, i mean it's a bit hard it's a bit hard to digest but i can imagine how wide and how this might have happened due to the uh, internal structure and the culture in the company um again so in 2000 uh, launching a web uh, launching a mobile app would not have been such a such a novel exercise right i'm sure there were a number of precedents how to launch an app and you know the kind of things that they should have kept in mind Uh, is is it what you're saying yes 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 basically whenever you i mean a, a bank like hdfc it has a very very big scale already and it's very easy for them to then to anticipate traffic so many times we have seen companies like which, which start very very slow but they grow very very fast and they claim to have you know problems with the scale for example when uh, the, the, the the clubhouse launched recently or earlier uh, the when pokemon launched those companies grew so fast they could never have planned infra and the technology to scale with that pokemon also has to have, used to have issues when because it became very very big but company like hdfc they already know how many transactions they might be anticipating what their user base is there and they can and they should have planned for that so obviously as they are claiming they have done it now onwards but as a practice they could always have done it in advance proactively so i think there's a big gap in their development and i would say product development and internal processes which i believe they must have resolved by now sure. uh, yeah the other and see there is general theme i'm seeing in this uh, episodes sometimes they are blaming some human errors sometimes i am seeing that the cause is given to some vendor you know applications but see ultimately uh, such a big banks they always have multiple vendors and if we say that you know one vendor failed this is a bit difficult to be okay with because being such a uh, i mean uh, core backbone of i mean financial financials in market in india you need to have better processes if one vendor fails what could could you have done to you know plan for some backup did you only have one vendor there for example uh now since little details are missing i cannot be sure what the vendor they're referring to but what i would have expected that they have redundancy in place when it comes to vendor systems for example if somebody uh, sometime back if you remember when uh, yes bank had 
when yes bank had been facing issues that was the time uh, phone pay was facing issues as well and ultimately they went ahead and put some redundancy checks in the system adding, adding other banks and uh, apart from yes bank so such things should be have been done by hdfc bank as well uh, again leading saying things like human error led to issues see basically this is where it makes me worried the most if human errors can cause your entire data center to fail and crippling your entire uh, infrastructure and applications that's very concerning how can and this should be and there should be proper checks and balances to ensure this doesn't happen uh, in today's world being very highly compliance uh, regulated industry uh, stfc does need to have some data security in place as well so they they need to be when managing their own data centers that is there but still as they claim to have done the redundancy in data center they have done it so that's i think a step in that direction that's a very good step uh, other thing that i'm observing is that more often than not stfs is too slow to react to the problems as well more often than not we see twitter going viral i mean the stfs issues we see that things are not working well um but somehow they are not able to solve the problems fast that's what bothers me the most actually i mean apart from the other things i mentioned um i mean because the, what happens if you look at the company perspective what typically happens if you don't if you are coming getting to the to know issue from your customers there's always a lag in that you cannot know issues from customers in real time because what typically happen at 4:30 somebody starts having some payment issues in one hour or half an hour to one hour is the time major customers are impacted enough to make it issue highlighted but by the time the battle is already lost and then what would happen internally you might try to find right people to contact trying to call them trying to look into issues and then by the time you solve the issues in a couple of hours that is when it's a huge i mean outbreak in the i mean already done by that time yeah, so customers are a very good source of feedback right but then they they should not be the first uh, you know the first ones from which the feedback is coming is it yes 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 correct correct so now what can be done like i think what they might, as they have done for that as i mentioned they have now put the monitoring systems in place for that they might be you know what they must have done which i hope they must have done is that putting alerts in systems and start things going wrong proper escalation metrics they must have done as well now i hope so basically the moment let's say first payment start failing the first customer starts having issues with the mobile application there should be some red flag which gets some alarm should goes clear and when the issue becomes a bit more prevalent in the first few minutes the all hands should be available to look into that and uh, getting it to bottom of that and i mean they some of them some of the issues might be avoided they must they might have been you know uh, something they might be redundant see uh, might help as well the backup the center might have as well but even if you know issue in advance proactively you can get together and sort before it becomes very very big because any problem doesn't doesn't start big as first initially in, in infrastructure sometimes your queries become slow and sometimes then they some queries start failing and in the end they fail completely if you catch issue when queries start becoming slow it might be some issue with some hardware some software but if you can proactively find a issue and solve it that is what uh, helps a lot and which is why i think the steps given by stfc they are in that direction and i like them a lot 
they have improved scalability infrastructure as well security as well monitoring as well what is lagging in this is i don't see the steps they have taken internally in their internal cultural internal processes to ensure that these principles are actually enabled in true spirit the multiple vendors it's hard to make them in place but it can be done so this is what i would, I would like to see them uh, apply as they're going forward amit right so given the number of outages and issues that they you know that have happened and so frequently uh, you you're saying you're still not sure if they have implemented the right uh, you know processes so that they don't have to react to such failures right uh, rather they should have mitigated uh, such such failures by and large by now that's what you're hoping right? yes yes see basically another thing that i would like to add here is that a lot of time things are just i mean you can keep on patching small small issues you might say you know my system failed today in scalability let me add more infra for that my i had some issue with certificates let's me do that as well you know i had some bad developer writing some bad code how do i you know uh, that i can act on that as well but uh, I, i another example that i see with stfc comment was there was some issue with data center some human error um but the general theme that i would like to add here um the culture appears more like you know uh, reactive to problems not proactive in this case i don't see the uh, the because see when issue comes first time it's more like a mistake it's been multiple times it's more like a cultural issue so to me it looks like they need to look closely at their culture of technology should focus a lot on their internal processes and tools and also empower their teams to make right decisions because see what happens in multiple vendors a company like stfc they have multiple vendors giving different services multiple teams as well and it's very it's not very easy always to pinpoint you know whose fault it was because if i would not ever buy if a company says it was a vendor fault the vendor is working for you if vendor is you should have planned for vendor you know to how do they not fail or how do you have backup for that so i would say a closer look into the into the culture is is, is is required and team structure is required as well and i believe that that might be the way forward for them sure so help me understand two specific things here one uh, let's when you are emphasizing so much on the culture right one i can think of is the product development culture right and that relates to the kind of procedures that you follow as you are developing something and putting something in production right so there are certain kinds of technical debts and other practices you know the, you are letting you know some sort of debts pass you know pass and and uh, go in the production right you are skipping some of the uh, you know uh, production pre production related checks right that that's the one set of issues i can think of right and the other set of issues is related to people right because when you think of culture right it's not without people right so do you think and recommend that you know there should be specific types of roles like that of a cio or you know specific roles that can help and mitigate you know such situations at least in such big organizations i think one of the problems that i can i can imagine stst had been doing a lot of things in last few years they keep on launching new stuff new products like i mean i mean stfc is doing a lot of products actually and i believe the focus on new product development is something that i can clearly see uh so that means their mobile application their as their website also they keep on getting a change to enable those support and 
in technology and product what happens when you start uh, building things afresh that time things can go very very fast but also there has to be uh, somebody keeping a very very close eye on technical depth and technical depth is the like kind of uh, the decisions we are making to make things uh, fast for business so for example uh, not having proper testing process not having automation testing the technical depth you, you incur internally uh, not having the data center you know uh, redundancy is a technical depth you incur as well uh, not having right security processes is a technical debt you incur and it, it just doesn't lie about the processes even the actual code you write because uh, developers uh, in companies like hdfc the bigger corporate which are business driven the technology is always or at least mostly seen as a cost center and in the cost center uh, the managers cios even the engineering leaders they are rewarded for fast delivery i mean they are praised you know that uh, something was done uh, in two months wow great job done but the culture for reward to ensure system stability that has to be done as well because that's more important as a skill for stfc right now they can live without launching something new for couple of weeks or or month but they cannot survive even one hour with their infrastructure not working at all but the, more often than not such culture is not built into such companies but i'm sure i'm not saying it, it cannot it, it cannot happen and i am pretty sure stfc is building their culture as well given the kind of feedback i am kind of uh, uh, the updates they are given to press for the next steps so i um, basically rewarding people for doing things make them run that can that goes a long way into uh, mitigating such disasters which also obviously improves that if you go to if you go to go to microscopic level it can even go to how do you write code and how how thoroughly the code gets reviewed as well am i writing code only for you know um, short term achieving goals or am i writing code in such a way that uh, my next 10 years for developers i mean after 5 years working for me can see and understand that code um so i think clean code itself is a is a big uh, topic which you can discuss later sometime in in depth but in general i think by culture i mean that uh, rewarding culture which is uh, rewarding tech driven culture and being a tech first company which uh, needs a bigger mindset and company change but after so many disasters i believe they are ready to go in the, the direction amit sure sure and and on that note before we forget we should uh, you know definitely try to develop at least one episode on coding best practices right that uh, you know at a later stage should not and usually lead to the problems like technical debt right yeah yeah so, so basically yes yes uh-huh, so sure. sorry so in, so amit what i meant see what we can do in that given the scope our scope of audience is limited to you know uh, not i mean the core technical but yeah we will be talking about the culture we have to build for to ensure that best coding practices also are adhered so we can talk about that yeah sure great so uh, you know enough about hdfc right let's let's quickly uh, you know uh, zoom out a little bit right and uh, you know tell me if if you've seen this happen with hdfc other banks and other companies of this size and scale um, is this like hdfc specific or this issue is like generic that runs across companies and uh, you know sectors domains 
I think that HDFC has been single, singly pointed out because of multiple failures. But the main reason is that because they are the biggest, or one of the biggest banks in India as well. The number of UPI transactions happening on the platform, the number of credit card people they have as well, the number of customers they have in banking is much, much bigger than its competitors. Uh, and with scale, the problems become more and more, more and more complex. So I believe HTFC is not single, single. I mean, it's not the only company which has these issues. This I'm sure is uh, has come with multiple companies. And uh, if you go to telecom domain, uh, if you go to insurance domain, if you go to any other kind of uh, travel domain, more often than not, companies working with multiple vendors and multiple uh, technology teams, they have these problems. Uh, even not just, I mean, the legacy and the, I would say the older companies, a lot of startups I have worked with as well, they start developing these problems as they scale. Uh, because see the culture, as I mentioned to you, the culture uh, um, to ensure, to detect culture, to have strong systems and processes, it's, it's not so easy to reward them as well. So like companies like Uber have done it well, Google has done it well. But for Indian companies, that is still, uh, they are not tech first per se. So, I mean, yeah, this is I, my thought on this, Amit. Sure. sure. So let, let me just summarize, right? Uh, we, we have, I think, uh, went uh, into, into some level of details into each of the types of, you know, issues that can give rise to such problems, right? So one you mentioned is the uh, product development process, right? And that can go as little as microscopic as the writing, you know, write, you know, writing code and best practices related to that up to, you know, and, and then uh, aggregating that to any level of product development processes, right? So that's like one area of the culture, um, you know, product first culture and the kind of rigor that needs to go in a product first uh, sort of an organization. Other, you told about, uh, uh, the strong leadership, right? The kind of, um, you know, people you should be having in your team who are, uh, you know, setting the right incentive structure, right? You know, what is it that people are re being rewarded for? And hence, uh, that sort of, you know, realigns the whole organization uh, towards the, you know, towards sort of minimizing such failures, right? Uh, I think third, you talked about uh, the at least if not minimizing, at least managing the vendor dependency in a more coherent manner, right? Just like having, not having vendors will not be an option for a company like HDFC, right? But then, um, you know, can you, can you put them in the right buckets? Can you, you know, uh, deal with them in the way they should be dealt with the kind of rigor and discipline uh, for the services that they are providing, right? And and then, and, uh, you know, last, let's not, uh, you know, uh, forget that the kind of uh, regulatory constraints that HDFC and other banks work with is, you know, kind of puts its own uh, challenges, right? And I mean, you, you could you could have a comparison of, of an HDFC bank with an Uber, right? Which, which, you know, the world regards as a product first and tech first company. But then the way HDFC has been evolving is, is more like a, you know, business first company. It's a bank, everybody knows. And then tech has been kind of catching up, right? So these are like four or five uh, heads that I think you, you know, laid emphasis on. Anything else, if I'm missing um, from the analysis? Just no, that's pretty well summed up. Thank you. Okay, great. So, I, I mean, let, let's, let, let's 
sort of you know from now on let's widen the scope right uh, as you know we started talking about that you know they work uh, i mean the banks work in a um, regulatory constrained environment right and what is it you know like is doing the right i'm just following the right rituals of product development having the right team culture is that the panacea of uh, you know avoiding such problems and let's you know you tell us a little bit about where we are headed especially the banking domain or in general the companies of this size right where they are headed uh, you know given at the kind of product portfolios that they have given the kind of regulatory compliance that they have to abide by and the kind of business first approach this that they still have right where do we go from here i think uh, the market for banking industry and fintech domain in general is very very ripe for disruption it's already happening so many companies are coming up doing amazing things uh, i have seen many companies issuing credit cards already directly you know via technology there are companies who are building branchless banking as well uh, so the difference between these companies and traditional companies is that that uh, they are products first and tech first the tech is in their dna uh, business doesn't come naturally to, to them but they but, but the business part of things they can they have they, they have learned as well and and when you when you are small it's very easy to learn and adapt and move but as you become big with millions of customers they already using a product it's not so easy to change but the advantage you have is that since you are so big if you adopt to change you can you know you can still uh, be the strongest leader in the industry so i think this is where uh, the, there are two ways i'm looking at the industry going forward one is that the many startups coming up which are enabling these banks traditional banks like hdfc and sbi and all to have better technology backbone working with them handling their entire technology and making them better as well i think there is a company in this space already became a unicorn this year so that is one big area and i believe that is uh, in that will enable these companies the traditional banking companies to to to, to maintain their lead and at least for next uh, few years uh, but i still believe there will be some in near future the neo banks coming up i mean in this space which are going to revolutionize things things as well focusing on uh, direct you know new ways of payment focusing on early youngsters i mean avoiding the things like i mean the charges with banking which happen a lot in this industry so uh, the the neo banks and the neo credit card com- companies are going to give a very, very strong competition to the traditional banks uh, time will tell whether the, the neo banks are absorbed by these companies and become part of that or the neo banks can acquire these companies and lead the industry there recently many companies traditional i mean the older companies have been acquired by startups for example uh, a very old uh, akash i mean the institute for in, in education technology was acquired by acquired by byjus a very very big insu- i mean old uh, company in banking domain was acquired by a startup called bharat pay so the industry is moving in the direction uh whether the uh, the startups will consume these bigger banks or these can banks will uh i mean work with these with the startups and create a new uh banking scenario that is yet to be seen but one thing is for sure uh in the future 
the customers the are going to become more and more demanding and such um, failures of i mean regular occurring failure they will not be tolerated people will start moving on to other banks and uh, yeah so this is what i am uh, you know looking at amit uh sure so if i understood correctly uh, in in the short to medium term right at least the behemoths like you know i mean not not the one that was acquired by phone pay right but then the likes of hdfc and icic bank right they will be they will still be uh, existing right and they'll have to still make sure that such problems are not happening right on either side of them right there'll be a set of startups that will be feeding uh, to these bigger companies right for their specific uh, sort of requirements on the other hand the likes of neo banks and other uh, you know tech first startups that you mentioned right they'll be sort of taking away a few specific functions right one startup taking away the lending part the other credit cards part uh, the other sort of savings part right uh, that that way you know individual functions would be you know sort of taken away by smaller companies and that will finally create an ecosystem right that will sort of create further opportunities of you know who acquires whom right and that will that game sort of will play on right uh, if i have understood it correctly yes 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 so as okay. of now as of now i believe that the bigger banks will be able to adapt themselves and acquire these new and upcoming startups but yeah time will tell the true story great uh, this is this has been great uh, at least uh, you know at the note uh, that we can uh, you know confidently conclude this episode on uh, this was great <clears throat> uh, so ashish thanks for uh, you know delving uh, in the details of that particular issue uh, that we you know started talking about hdfc and then generalizing it to any company of that size and scale and then uh, Uh, you know the the rest of the opportunities of course uh, so thanks for it a uh, very interesting i hope our audience also like us as well uh, just to remind you uh, audience uh, you can always reach out to us on uh, contact at the rate of uncommonsense.tech thank thanks you thanks everyone and thanks amit looking forward to next episode thanks